Do you wake up with more aches and pains in the morning than you did when you went to bed at night? Maybe it's time to upgrade your mattress. Right now, you can save $50 on the 10-inch Aslan Medium Firm with code REGULARJOE10 or save $400 off the Aslan 13 Medium Soft with code REGULARJOE13. Visit aslanmattress.com. Aslan Mattress is a family-owned small business with the most comfortable and affordable mattress in the luxury bedding category. Cheaper than all the other online competitors without sacrificing the high quality. Aslan Mattresses gives you a top layer beaded gel and phase change memory foam, which gives you a cool, comfortable pressure relief. The next level is the next generation memory foam for proper transition of all body shapes and sleep positions. The third layer is made up of active support foam. Keeping the spine properly aligned. Goodbye, back pain. One of my favorites is the 13-inch medium plush. Because of its soft and refreshing feel that doesn't give away to sag like other mattresses do. Save $50 on the 10-inch Aslan Mattress Firm with code REGULARJOE10 or save $400 on the Aslan 13 Medium Soft with code REGULARJOE13. Visit aslanmattress.com. All right, now, people are seizing on this. This is not, not, you guys, you know, I thought you were my friends. I've gotten a slew of text messages. You could change the show to the regular Schmegular Joe show. Greg said, how about the regular Jasmine Schmegular show? It's arrived. <clears throat> Tim said, ah, I can hear it now. The regular Schmegular Joe show. I'm telling you, I feel like this is a T-shirt in the offing. We shall see. But I, for the record, I don't plan on changing the name of the show anytime soon because uh yeah all right then so back to the, the topic at hand now i want to get to the border stuff uh i do because what happened in athens uh with lake and riley we've got to cover but before we do jonathan turley was in fuego yesterday on fox news's america reports you recall i played the soundbite earlier in the show from senator ron johnson he said well joe's kind of like the don of the Biden crime family, which I think is an apt description. And, and when you keep that in mind to what Jonathan Turley said, he connects the dots why that is even, even if that's apt, right? That as the Don, he sat above the actual legal activity, that would still rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors. I will let GWU law professor, liberal constitutional lawyer, Jonathan Turley, explain. Cut 11. I think that the Democrats did a disservice to themselves by coming out too quickly. You know, they came out in about an hour after the deposition had started, after uh, Hunter Biden read that statement. So he had barely cleared his throat when they came out and said, OK, well, there's nothing here. And it left a lot of us sort of chuckling. We, it, it made it seem like he could pull out the severed head of Victor Shokin, uh, <laughs> and they would still say, well, thank you for being so forthcoming. I think we can move along now. I mean, it. It was just a bizarre and I think a really badly timed effort. Well, to say the least, <clears throat> it was. But I love the fact Turley is honest about it. He said, look, they'd do better if they were just a little more intellectually honest. Remember, this is the person who sent the WhatsApp message 
that my father's sitting next to me and effectively saying he's not going to be happy unless you send me a huge amount of money. Now, that seems a rather direct effort at using your father's uh, name to elicit money from uh, foreign sources. And in addition to that, we, there are plenty of emails where Joe Biden is referenced, where these same figures that are giving money to the Bidens and the Biden families thank him for arranging meetings with his father. And I think the Democrats would be in a better position if they acknowledged the obvious, which is this was an influence peddling operation. I mean, Hunter Biden himself says that he was in the throes of addiction. Well, then why were people giving you millions of dollars in areas that you know nothing about? Well, that's a damn good question, isn't it? You're in the throes of addiction. You have no, you have no, no experience, no credit, nothing to offer other than the fact that your father was the vice president. That would be the key, wouldn't it? And he's, he's right now, the WhatsApp message, perhaps you've forgotten. John Roberts, one of the co-anchors, said, well, you know what, let's remind everybody, what was it that, that, that Hunter wrote in that WhatsApp message? So, Jonathan, you mentioned this, the WhatsApp message. I, I think it bears repeating so that everybody can remember exactly what it was that Hunter said here. He said, I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director, and this is of CEFC, that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. He's since tried to say that all of that was taken out of context, but uh, Lord knows how you do that. <laughs> I mean, it's true. How do you take that as a blatant threat? My dad's here. Do what we tell you to do, or we're going to make your life a living hell. Jonathan Turley, again, intellectually honest, he said, yeah, let's call this what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine the context you would put that in. I mean, it, it, you 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 juxtapose that with what uh, Representative Raskin just said, that, you know, he would just bring bring his dad to dinner on occasions, and this was just mom or dad calling in to say, howdy. Um, that message howdy. doesn't quite exactly sound like uh, a, a father being used just to have a friendly hello. Uh, and the question is, if he put it in writing in this message, how many times was this message conveyed verbally. That's usually what happens in Washington. Uh, you have to be a per, you, it's moronic to put that in writing, even in, in a social media uh, um, uh, forum. Uh, so uh, there's a great deal of glaring evidence, and this is one of the reasons why I think the Democrats doth protest too much uh, when they say, let's stop uh, all this questioning. There's nothing here to see. There's obviously corruption here. That's what influence peddling is. It's hmm. a form of corruption. It is a form of corruption. By the way, he's absolutely right. It is moronic to put it in writing. Anyone that's ever spent five minutes in one, that's when you get phone calls. You send an email, text, or whatever to someone saying, hey, is this going to happen? Are you going to drop that information off? You don't get a response. They pick up the phone, call you, and say, hey, idiot, don't ever write that again. <laughs> I mean, this is. But you know what's even more moronic than sending it WhatsApp? Saving the message to your hard drive on your laptop, which you then leave at a random repair shop in Delaware. That is truly, that is truly moronic. But he makes the interesting point. Again, it doesn't, Joe Biden didn't have to be there. He doesn't even have to get a direct payoff. 
His role as the Don, as Senator Johnson called it, is enough, according to federal law, to make him a guilty party, to make it rise to the question of high crimes and misdemeanors. And that's exactly what Turley pointed out in his final statement. But I want to emphasize something else. The fact that Joe Biden did not get direct payments is not a defense to the classic type of case of bribery or some of these corruption crimes. The courts have repeatedly said that money going to family members is viewed as a benefit to the principal in actual criminal cases. So that whole defense is a bit nonsensical if you're talking about corruption. And that's exactly what we have been talking about, corruption. And nonsensical is a great way to describe most of what comes out of the mouths of Bidens. Now, earlier, I, I told you, Kelly Gertz, I played the, the damage control done by Corrine Jean Van Dam when she, you know, Joe Biden did his entire event yesterday on, which was called the, the Actions to Fight Crime and Make Our Communities Safer, of which he not met, did not mention Crime, murders, anything to do with illegal aliens once, never even mentioned Lake and Riley. They only issued a statement days after the event, and it was a tepid statement at best. So Corrine Jean Van Dam rode in on her white horse, did her Velma imitation as Black Velma saying, well, I can't spoil the case, but uh, we're, we're darn sorry to hear about that. Well, so did Mayor Kelly Gertz. He, of course, being in Athens, Georgia, where this all took place, in Cut 27, he was asked, about do you do you bear responsibility? Do you need to apologize? I want to know whether or not you feel as city leaders that you owe the Lake and Riley family an apology for allowing that to happen in the first place. Yeah. We are deeply sorry for this tragedy. The responsibility for this crime rests solely upon the perpetrator. Well, it does rest upon the perpetrator. I would agree. Majority, but not all, because the fact is you run a sanctuary city where you welcomed with open arms people like Jose Antonio Abera, who was the, the alleged murderer in this case. Now, his press conference wasn't nearly that calm. Uh, not all of it, at least. Now, he did want you to know there's no correlation between illegal immigration. Well, actually, no, he didn't. I stand corrected. Here's what he said in Cut 23. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. You can stop it right there. You can just stop it right there. He goes on, I've been here for administrations. Just, I want you to play one more time that first sentence. Listen closely. They, they nuance their words very, very specifically. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime. The data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Okay, so what's he actually saying? The question isn't about immigration. It's not about legal immigration. At least it's about illegal aliens in the country. Sure, if you put it to a broad-based thing of immigration overall, legal controlled immigration versus illegal aliens, you're going to see a difference. This is how they love to manipulate the data however they possibly can, whenever they can. That's the game that they play. But then that press conference kind of went killywampus for them, as they like to say in the Midwest. Cut 24... Mayor Gertz is trying to get a point across about how things are done there in Athens, Clark County. Yeah, he didn't quite get to his point. Is it here in Athens, Clark County? We center our work in the public sector. You need to go, sir. We don't want to hear from you no more. You're not defending us. You're not upholding your oath of office, sir. 
You are lawless. You are a criminal. So your press members. If non-members of the press. Yeah, I'm a press member. Might be asked to leave. The people. We created this government, and we pay your salary. You do what we want you to do, not what you want to do. That's the problem with this lawlessness in our country. You're not upholding your I've got a question from members of the press. Now, just for the record, when you have so irritated your constituents that they stand, they show up at a public press conference to question and to challenge you because you won't let yourself be questioned otherwise, you refuse to be held accountable in any way, probably the wrong first answer is, well, if you're not in the press, get out. I don't really care if you're not one of my allies in the press. Now, he did go on in this press conference to try to point out that his hands are as clean as Pontius Pilate because, after all, it's always the orange man bad's fault, right? Well, 2019 was not that long ago. You might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. So here he is. It's all about, he tries to make it about Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump's fault. That Jose Antonio Vera was there and murdered that girl because he said bad things about him. No, I think he probably described him pretty well because didn't he say they were a bunch of thugs and thieves and rapists and murderers? Kind of like Jose Antonio Vera. But here's the thing. This is the same mayor that claims their policies are not that of a sanctuary city. That that is a misdiagnosis of the situation and of the city. But apparently, like a lot of liberals, Mayor Kelly Gertz forgot that we have this nifty technology now known as videotape, audio recordings, video recordings, like this one of Mayor Gertz on ACTV in Athens, Georgia, in that very year he referenced, 2019. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds Mm -hmm. and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. So in other words, we're a sanctuary city. And I refuse to admit what I did then because then it would show my complicity and my guilt in what just happened. No, instead I want to kick the public out and only take questions from friendly people in the media. When we get back, Brandon Judd sets the record straight on the board. The regular Joe Radio Show.